0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes. As always, I'm your host, Jacques Massey, and today we're going to dive into solutions to life. Uh, so this is a series that I do every week now, every Wednesday. Uh, so if you're wanting to find some simple solutions to some of the perceived problems you have in your life, uh, this is the one to tune into. Obviously, I hope you tune into every single one of my podcasts, but I know that some podcasts might not be for you. No offense taken. Tune into the ones that are going to give you real value, because at the end of the day, that's what this podcast is for. Okay, so today I'm going to dive into solutions to waking up on time. Uh, So I've kind of jotted down five different things that tend to work for me and obviously depending on your work situation whether you do shift work or you work at night some of these are going to be a little bit trickier but i'll try and include a few tips and tricks for shift workers and night workers uh because i actually do later shifts as well myself so i've kind of had to adapt uh, for that so i think i might be able to add some value for you guys as well if you're listening in and you're like you know what i don't get to do nine to five so this podcast isn't going to be for me Let me try and help you as well. Okay, so waking up on time. It's a struggle. Everyone loves hitting snooze, um, especially on those Sunday lions or maybe it's an everyday lion. Uh, And I think these these five kind of tips might work for you. Number one, though, is you need to be willing to take action on this because it's all good and well listening to it and saying, yeah, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But if you don't take action on any of these points, it's simply not going to happen. And you're going to fall into the same bad habits and you're going to continue to be the person that you don't want to be. So if you are wanting a change, if you are wanting to start waking up on time, then listen in, take some action. Number one is to set your intentions and create desire. The way I like to think about this is consider when you were a kid and you had something really exciting happening in the morning after and you just can't wait to get to bed um, and get some sleep because you know that you're going to wake up early tomorrow and you're going to go to that theme park. Are you going to go surfing? or you are going to go to the beach? or you are going to go on holiday? And all you want to do is wake up. You're just so pumped for the next day. You can still do that as an adult. Um, and a way to kind of do that is the night before is to set your intentions write down exactly what it is you want to do the following day and start it off with something that's desirable. So start it off with something that's enjoyable. Maybe it's putting on a song that really brings you happiness and just makes you want to dance. Maybe it's scheduling a catch up with your flatmate at an early point in the the day, because you love having conversations with them, whatever it is that you enjoy doing, try and make that one of the first things you do in the morning. Maybe, who knows, maybe for those couples and relationships, maybe it's waking up and having some sex. I don't know. Make it desirable and then set your intentions. Because if you set your intentions the night before, say, all right, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to dance to Abba, Gimme Gimme, and then I'm going to have my cold shower, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to go for a run, and I'm going to get started with Project A, Project B, Project C. If you set your intentions the night before, then it builds that kind of desire and that want and that need to get up when your alarm goes off the next day. So that's number one. Number two is don't hit snooze. And obviously you're probably sitting there thinking, well, that's way easier said than done, Jack. And believe me, I've definitely hit snooze. Uh, in fact, quite recently I've made that mistake. It's hard. It's hard because it is really tempting to hit snooze. And a couple of things that have worked for me is firstly, I kind of want to say why it's bad to hit snooze. So to, to make it, kind of more general, like I don't wanna go too much into the science of it because I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, but if you do wanna learn more about this, a simple Google search, look at any sort of medical page, any sort of um, academic research and you'll find the answers you're looking for in a more academic structure. But basically what it does is it confuses your body. Think about it like this, your body roughly an hour, even two hours, probably about an hour and a half roughly not hundred percent sure on that, but your body starts to wake up. So about an hour, hour and a half before you actually wake up, your body is starting to wake up. It's putting in um, the procedures and taking the measures necessary to get you ready so that when you do wake up, when your alarm does go off or when you naturally open your eyes and feel that kind of rush of, all right, I'm awake, that you get up and you get moving. So when you hit snooze and you close your eyes again and you go back to sleep, your body thinks, oh, well, it's a false alarm. And it gets confused and it starts um, dozing off again. The chemicals that are designed to wake you up starts um, leaving the brain, leaving the body. Your body goes uh, relaxed again. Your body essentially is getting ready to sleep. And so when that snooze alarm goes off another 15 minutes later, your body is pushing into sleep mode when really you're wanting to be pushing into wake-up mode. So what that does is it, it leaves you feeling groggier. And I know you can probably all nod your heads and relate. When you do hit snooze, you tend to feel groggy in the morning. That's essentially why is um, you're confusing your mind. You're confusing your body. It thinks you're waking up and then you're not waking up and then you're waking up all of a sudden it's confused. Um, so you're not doing yourself any favors. And that kind of sets you into this weird um, kind of feeling behind, um, mode throughout the day. You know, you kind of always feel like you're on the back foot cause you're groggy, then you're late to, you know, you're boogie to ABBA or whatever is meant to wake you up in the morning, or you're late to your first meeting, or maybe you don't get a chance to shave, or maybe you don't get a chance to put on all your makeup, or maybe you don't get a chance to iron your clothes and it just kind of leaves you on the back foot. So that's why hitting snooze is far more damaging than you think. And to give you a bit of a solution to this problem, uh, the easiest thing to do is to put your alarm on the other side of the room. It's that simple. Put your alarm out of reach so that you actually have to physically get up out of your bed if you wanna hit snooze. (laughs) And I can tell you once you're actually up, it's a hell of a lot harder to feel that desire to hit snooze again. You're most likely just gonna wanna get on with the day. So that's a simple solution for that one. Um, another one I want to touch on, and this might be applicable for those who kind of do night shifts or wake up, uh, when it's darker is to use, um, a light source as your alarm. So you can get alarms on Amazon and probably other online gigantic monopolies like Amazon. I suppose it's probably only really Amazon. Um, that's where most people shop these days, but you can, you can get them, get them pretty much anywhere on the internet. And basically what they do is roughly an hour before your, um, time that you've set to get up, they'll start lighting. So what they do is they kind of mimic what sunrise is like. So they use the same kind of, um, light waves as the sun would be. It's the blue light instead of that orange light. So kind of like the light that's on your phone screen, but like an orange tinge of that, that, that type of light wave. Um, Again, I can't really comment on the science behind it, but essentially what it does is it replicates sunrise. So if you use these alarms, especially if you're working night shifts or you're waking up when it's dark, it's really going to help trick your body into thinking, okay, it's sunrise, it's time to get up. Because light is is really essential um, to get our bodies um, woken up again and getting them into action. So try that if you are on night shifts. Next one, skull water. So this really works for me what I do every single morning, because overnight you lose about a pound to a pound, sorry, a pound to a pound and a half of water, which is huge. Um, So I always scull water in the morning. So I'll scull at least 300 mils, but normally closer to 500 mils. Uh, Sometimes I put a little bit of lemon in it, sometimes a little pinch of salt. You don't have to do that. Basically the action of sculling water especially if it's cold water, is going to help wake you up. And it's also going to rehydrate you so that you don't get those kind of headaches that you sometimes get um, if you don't hydrate yourself in the morning. So it's going to set you in a much better mood. Next one is to get cold. So I've talked about cold showers before. It's a huge part of my morning routine. It helps you focus because um, it brings you into the moment. It's almost like a form of meditation. Like, oh my God, this is cold. I can't think of anything else, but how freezing this damn shower is. It helps with um, stress throughout the day. So because you're exposing your body to that acute stress, it's going to help you deal with um, other stressful situations throughout the day. You're already setting yourself up to go, all right, cool, I can conquer the stress. Sweet. Um, And obviously, it's going to kick you into the gear. It's freezing into gear. It's a freezing cold shower. So get yourself cold in the morning. It's really going to help. This is going to be a tough one, and for some people, They might not want to do it. Maybe an easier method would be to just simply um, get your face cold. So, you know, splash cold water on your face if you don't want to go the full freezing cold shower or freezing cold bath. But I highly suggest the shower. Give it a crack. Um, Have a bit of discipline. Try it. You'll love it. You'll feel a hell of a lot better. Next one is to get moving. So, this could be as simple as dancing in the morning. So, dancing to ABBA, like we talked about before, or going to the gym, going for a run. What that's going to do is it's going to release endorphins that are going to lift your mood. And when you lift your mood, you're feeling happier, feeling more joyful. Guess what? You're going to feel more awake. You're going to be more ready for the day. You're going to be more pumped for the day. Um, So, yeah, get moving. The other bonuses to get moving is morning workouts tend to mean better sleep because you've got all that energy through those endorphins in the morning you pump out the harder work um, in the earlier parts of the day and then as you come into the late afternoon evening you finish up with you know your journaling your scheduling all the stuff that doesn't require a lot of energy and your body's naturally going to want to wind down and get to sleep Um, so consider that if you're an evening workout person it might be worth trying the morning workouts for those reasons Anyway, that's pretty much it for this episode of Solutions to Life on the Couple of Lattes podcast. I really hope this helps you. Please leave a rating, leave a review and make sure you hit me up on Instagram and leave me your thoughts on um, this episode. Um, Let me know if you have any tips or tricks or ideas. You can send me a DM or you can just leave comments on whatever post is relevant to this episode. That's at Couple of Lattes. Thanks guys. Hello again, friend. Thanks for listening to the entirety of that episode. I truly appreciate you tuning in. Uh, If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, huge favor to ask you, can you please leave a five-star rating, leave a comment, leave a review, and be sure to share this with anyone in your life that you think it'll impact positively. Uh, each and every rating and the, and review that we get on Apple Podcasts helps beat the algorithm and get the podcast out to more people. And I think these conversations are worth sharing. So thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode of Couple of Lattes. <laughs>